Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful, uh, start to say Sunday, <laughs> beautiful uh, uh, Wednesday morning. And uh, hope everybody is well and uh, slept good last night. And hope you had a good night's rest. Uh, did see uh, some video on uh, social media this morning of uh, downtown Johnson City of the protesters going and shouting and screaming and walking and all that good stuff and uh you know i know there's a lot of mixed feelings about what's going on right now i know there's some real um uh, emotion on whether whatever side you land on and uh uh i i've had to fight some anger issues in regards to this protesting and some of the behavior that we're seeing uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, seems like things are starting to settle down a little bit, uh, which is kind of typical, I guess, you know, seems like things, uh, erupt and then slowly go away as bad and, as it is. Uh, and, uh, we've seen this with the Baltimore riots here a few years ago and, and so on and so forth. And so many things are starting to calm down a little bit. I think these curfews and National Guard has, has made a big difference. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, difficult, uh, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of verbiage thrown around out there and, uh, uh, you know, I think white people feel like they have to uh, apologize for being white the way the media and way things are stated. So that makes them mad. And then you have African-Americans who feel that most of their lives, they've been profiled, they have been treated unfairly. And when they see what happened with George Floyd, that just uh, uh, aggravates uh, their feelings and what they're going through. And, uh, you know, uh, they, I, think so, I think both sides could take issues to the extreme, you know. And I think that the media uh, loves to, to cause division among races. And, uh, and I really believe a, some, a lot of this is politically motivating. You know, I think I don't find it any coincidence that uh, you see, uh, you know, the impeachment process failed. Uh, they thought for sure they had something, and the liberals did. Then the virus erupts uh, magically as that failed. And then uh, when the virus, uh, people starting, to, the quarantine started being lifted, all of a sudden riots break out. I, uh, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like some of this stuff is very... Uh, orchestrated from uh, the, the liberal progressives that are out there could be wrong and uh, but it uh, seems to be um, uh, organized a little too easily uh, if you ask me so I don't know just a little thought for the day you take that uh, with whatever you will and uh, you you make up your own mind on uh, in your own thoughts in regards to what's going on but this morning, uh, we're going to look at Revelation chapter 6, verses 7 through 8. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and bring those up. So Revelation chapter 6, 7 and 8. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. And as me old Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, the reason why I want to read this this morning, I had um, 
uh, an individual contacted me wanting to know if uh, there was anything in Revelation. Uh, remember, that's Revelation, not Revelations. I uh, had a professor. He had a uh, he got bent out of shape big time if he put an S on the end of Revelation. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it is. Um, uh, anyway, this individual want to know what, what did Revelation say uh, in regards to what's going on right now. Well, you know, I don't. There's nothing specific specifically uh, about the writing. Obviously, you know, does it say uh, on the fourth year of whatever or the fifth month of of 2020 there will be riots and others. Obviously, there's nothing like that. But you know, uh, you know, you look at this virus. And uh, whether you think it's real or imagined, you know, that, that I see both sides on social media. There's those out there that think it's a complete fallacy, it isn't real, and, it, you know, the fact remains is there's been a lot of deaths, and every life does matter. And it's sad to see those who have died as a result of this. I have seen the videos of people struggling to breathe, people on ventilators, as many as you have. You have. And uh, so the, the virus is real. Now, you know, obviously, this isn't uh, the start of the zombie apocalypse. I think that's the problem with a lot of people. They're, they're, they watch too much TV, and they're ready for an apocalyptic, uh, you know, uh, world where an EMP pulse has shattered the um, our electronics, and we have to live off the face of the earth, and we have to fight off uh, Mad Max and his uh, merry men, you know, just a road warrior, you know. I think that's the kind of idea that people think is going on and going to happen. Uh, you know, the virus, you know, has been said it's a, it's a once-in-a-century pathogen. And uh, when you see, you know, if it's a once-in-a-century pathogen, it's far from being an, an apocalyptic uh, type of, um, of, of virus. You know, we see here, we read here in um, Revelation, see it over the fourth seal and heard the voice of the fourth beast, say, fourth beast say, come and see. And I look, behold, a pale horse. Now, when we, when we look at that in the Greek, it's uh, chloros. In fact, that's where you, we get the word chloroform. Uh, it's like a pale green. In other words, it's um, a, a um, uh, talking about death is what that's referring to. And that's why it says, and he sat on him was death, and hell followed after him. Now, if this, uh, this would be, out, uh, for those who don't know, you know, when we read this here in Revelation, it's actually the, the first part of the three and a half years of the tribulation, just to kind of give a context as to where this is, what we're talking about here. And um, if this virus was indeed a part of what Revelation is referring to here, uh, it's going to kill off a fourth of the world. So a fourth of mankind, which is roughly, I don't know, about 800 million people. All right, just uh, uh, just a rough guess. Now, this virus has taken its toll on a lot of people. In fact, in some places, it's still escalating. Just here in our own area, just uh, right up the road here in Unicoi County, they said over 30-some individuals at, uh, at the Scott Strawberry uh, was come, has COVID. So it's not that it's gone away. I think the social distancing, people in quarantine has made it uh, uh, flatten the curve, uh, if you will. Uh, but um, so I don't, you know, in regards to Revelation, those who are wanting to know, no, I don't believe that this is a, a, um, a, a disease that's going to kill off a, a quarter of the world uh, and uh, that is uh, a part of an apocalyptic type of disease uh, that we're seeing. You know, it is um, interesting, you know, when we look at uh, the, the end times. You know, you think about, you know, look at Nazi Germany. You know, uh, could you imagine, you know, even the Jews, as they've been rounded up into the cars, 
didn't think what was going on was really happening and, and went willing into there. But what the horrors and things that they saw would have definitely thought it was the end times for sure. Uh, there's a lot of things, you know, I think a lot of people are so quick. Uh, you know, I do believe we're living in the last days, uh, you know, but is this specifically the end times? You know, I don't know. And um, I think so many people are willing to jump on that uh, that, that, that wagon, uh, whatever it may be, and uh, uh, and say that, yes, this is the end times. I see a lot of erroneous scripture being thrown out there. Scripture pulled out of context to justify, uh, yes, this is uh, end times, this, you know, you know, we've got to be careful, my friends. We have to be, you know, be as wise as serpents, harmless as doves. And, but we have to be prepared, whether this is the end times, whether it is uh, the beginning of the tribulation, whatever it may be, no matter where we're at in our lives, we need to make sure that we have our hearts right with Jesus Christ. That's the main thing. So it doesn't matter if Jesus Christ returned today. If your heart's right with Jesus, you have nothing to worry about. And, uh, you know, we see this writing, uh, we see uh, all these wars. We see the earthquakes. You know, that's one thing that we see uh, uh, is the earth will, will groan. You know, we, this is, uh, you know, what we're seeing is is a result of, of sin. And, uh, and that's why we're seeing this virus. That's why we're seeing, you know, just like uh, Huckabee, he was on there. Mike Huckabee, he was talking about, you know, what we're seeing, particularly these riots, is is not uh, so much a, 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 a racist a problem is is that we're, there's a heart problem there there is without jesus christ that's why we're going to have racism that's why we're going to have hatred that's why we're going to have looting that's why we're going to have stealing without christ that's you know there's not going to be any respect for fellow man there's not going to be any uh, respect for the sanctity of life there's not going to be uh any um uh respect for uh, uh for other people businesses and, and taking things that doesn't belong to you without christ you're going to see these things now i do believe that um you know one thing as great as our country is you know one thing that we should understand that the bible makes no mention of the United States doesn't refer to a nation such as ours, and so just like Rome, we could we're, we're decaying from within, and just as Rome fell, America could easily fall. Why? Because we have took Christ out of everything. You can't even have a cross. Someone you can have a cross uh, uh, for uh, our veterans, and someone from another state could drive by and see that cross have a hissy fit, and they were forced to take it down because of one person who don't even live in that area didn't like it. See, that's where we're at. That's why we're seeing such wickedness. That's why, you know, you, you, when you see the immorality, uh, the uh, the sexual immorality, the the glorification of homosexuality, the the hatred, they, you, you can't help but think that, you know, we have may have even surpassed Sodom and Gomorrah with the kind of evil and the heinous actions that we are seeing today. You know, the, a good point that was made I saw on social media uh, was that, uh, you know, yes, as tragic and horrible as this one life was taken, uh, but no mention of all the the lives that were taken from abortions. You know, nothing said about that. Nothing said about the African-American police officer who was killed as a result of all these riots. Uh, officers who were injured, being hit in the head with objects, but nothing said about that. You know, and, you know, even George Floyd's family has come out and said, hey, you know, we need peace. We don't want this. He wouldn't want this. So, you know, 
we see this here in Revelation, that uh, that a fourth of part of the earth would be killed with a sword. Now, we see that with sword. That, you know, the, the Greek for that uh, would be a type of broadsword. Now, there's uh, words that are used to talk about it, like a, um, the Roman sword was a more of a shorter blunt sword. Uh, and uh, this is talking more of a broadsword that caused more massive destruction uh, and with the beast of the earth. So, you know, when you look at Revelation, you know, and... and we could possibly do an in-depth study, you know, if Lord leads. And my dad, my dad, Dr. Vic Young, has uh, done an in-depth study on Revelation. That's why I don't really feel led to, to do that at this time. You know, if the Lord does, then maybe that's something after we finish with our study in the book of Hebrews. Perhaps that's something we can uh, take a look at again. I don't know. We'll, we'll pray when that time comes. We'll pray about that, see where the Lord leads. But just be careful not to, to get sucked into the hype uh, of everything being apocalyptic, everything being uh, the end times, everything. There's a lot of erroneous junk out there, and I don't say anything because I'm trying hard not to put anything out there unless it's positive and, and try to be a witness and glorify the Lord. That's what that's my goal. I spent too many years fighting and arguing with people, and he got it. Saul did absolutely nothing. In fact, it caused more trouble than it helped. And uh, so I, it's just there's no point in it. You know, all I can do is try to put out the gospel, try to put out some things out there that, to bring awareness about things, but I try hard not to uh, uh, to, to sit and debate and, and with individuals. It's not going to get you anywhere. You've got too many uh, um, keyboard warriors out there. It's got access to uh, Google, so it, you know, it just, it's, it's just pointless. But um, so, uh, you know, we do, yes, the virus uh, uh, is, is actually, uh, they say, was um, uh, 10 times uh, the um, cases as SARS, that's how uh, deadly it is. Uh, we're still seeing that it's still prevalent. Uh, it is still taking lives. It's still to be taken seriously. Now, I understand the mixed emotions. But some feel the need to wear a mask uh, to prevent the spread. Uh, people say, well, I'm healthy and don't have it. Well, that may be, but you may be a carrier and not realize it and give to somebody who can ward it off. That's why they want the mask. But on the flip side of that, uh, those are, you know, it's it's a free country. It's your choice, your right to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. And there's a thread out there, those who say that, uh, uh, well, that's um, a sign of the government trying to silence you. Well, it may or may not be. I don't know. You know, basically, you just got to pray about it. You have to pray for discernment. Do you feel, you know, with me, with my underlying health issues, yes, I, I probably need to wear a mask because I catch everything coming and going. Of course, I, I wore a mask anyway when I, uh, I have got these breathable kind of like masks for when I um, when I run or walk outside because of my hay fever and things like that. So I was, I was more or less kind of wearing one anyway. But, uh, but a lot of people today look at me and say, oh, look at that sheep, you know, and they don't realize that I have health issues and that's, that's why. But, uh, you know, uh, let's pray for our country. Let's pray for peace. Let's pray, pray that, you know, it's sad to think that there are people out there who still feel that they are targeted as a result of the color of their skin. You know, I would like to think in the year 2020, that is null and void and that is no longer the case. Uh, I do believe that no matter whether you're white or black or red, yellow, whatever, that you can make excuses to not, not to succeed in life. You can make excuses as to why you're not where you want to be. Uh, you know, you look at Ben Carson, and I did read his book in its entirety. And, uh, you know, he, he grew up in, in poverty-stricken situations, very poor. 
but look at how he rose above uh, where he was at and what he was. He could have very well used that as an excuse and dove into drugs and alcohol, joined a gang, and, and but he rose above that and um, he became a Christian and he uh, done done great things uh, in the medical world. Uh, you know, so you can either use your circumstances to hold you down, or you can use your circumstances as a reason to rise above and be better than how you were treated. You know, my grandmother, uh, Mamie, my dad's mother, and she grew up in a very horrible situation. And she, um, her mother left her at a very young age. She had a lot of little brothers and sisters. And at, at, a, at a very young age, she more or less had to be the mother to these kids. And uh, in fact, uh, my dad said that her, uh, her hip is, is almost misshapen to a certain extent where she held a child on her hip at a very young age and the developmental stages of her growth uh, and actually kind of uh, misformed her just a, just a, I mean, it's nothing real obvious, but, uh, but that is there. And she grew up in very tough situations, but she rose above that. She was determined she wasn't going to be like her mother. She was determined to not be that way. And that's, you know, so, you know, whether no matter where you're at, the, the, we have opportunities in this country, and there there's uh, really good uh, black men and women, and there are really bad black men and women. There are really good white men and women, and there's really bad uh, white men and women. And no matter what color, what race, there are good and bad in all things. Uh, but you know whether you use your environment as an excuse not to succeed in this life and hate everything and everybody, if you go out thinking that you are a target, if you go out thinking that everybody's staring at you, guess what? It's going to feel like everybody's staring at you. It's going to feel like everybody's targeting you. You know, it's your your attitude and your perception will have a direct effect on how you act and think. So if you come out thinking, you know, and, not, and put those things away and uh, be humble and uh, give yourself over to Jesus Christ, guess what? You're not going to feel like you're a target of anything. Now, there are cases where people are targeted uh, specifically because of that, because there are evil, wicked people in this world. That's just, that's just a fact of life. There are wicked, evil people, and, and they're, they're going to do bad things. And uh, I was targeted as a kid. When they found out I was, my grandma was Japanese, buddy, they made my life miserable, all right? And uh, it wasn't fun. So, uh, uh, but let's pray for this nation. Let's realize that we are in the end times. Uh, specifically, are we in the uh, beginning stages of tribulation? Could be. Uh, are we uh, facing a, an apocalyptic event? Possibly, you know, I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller, and um, not even uh, the angels in heaven know when Jesus Christ is going to return. But all we can do is make sure our hearts are right with Jesus Christ, make sure we're doing what's right before God's eyes, trying to be peacemakers is what we need to be, that we're showing respect, we're showing kindness, we're showing love to those around us. And if we do, as God's Word says, to love the Lord thy God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves, we can put away this hatred. We can put away this racism. We can put away uh, all these things that are causing our, our, our nation to implode and to decay. We've got to put God first, and we've got to start changing hearts and minds for Christ Jesus. Otherwise, it's only going to get worse. And quite frankly, sadly, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better because God's word says it's going to. And so we have to stand firm. We have to stand true to the word of God and be ready and be prepared for Christ's return. Let's have a word of prayer. Now, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. 
Lord, thank you so much for another wonderful and beautiful day that you have created. And Lord, help us, guide us, and direct us, Lord. Let us be those peacemakers. Uh, Lord, let us not live in fear of end times, Lord. Let us embrace it and be glad because we know that the time is drawing near for your return. And uh, let us be excited. Uh, Lord, let us be used to show love towards our fellow man, to show Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, not to ever compromise on sin or to compromise with the world, but to stand true in the word of God and showing your grace and mercy to all those around us. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you've died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for this nation. I pray peace upon this land. I pray for uh, that these uh, riots, Lord, that you would uh, just put, put peace in these hearts and that they will just quit and they'll stop and they'll go back home. Lord, let this nation come to know you like never before. Lord, be with our police officers. To, and Lord, let them bring protection about them and their family. Ease their fears, their anxieties. Lord, let them know they are needed. They are loved and they are appreciated. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with our military and you'll keep them safe. Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer for Ron and Thelma Thompson and Kim Penix, uh, Wendy Lee. I pray, Lord, that you'll be with um, Ginger Hood and Troy Hood and Roger Winters. I pray you'll be with Linda and David Feathers. I pray, Lord, that you'll be with um, uh, so many other prayer requests, concerns I get, that your, your will be done in each and every situation. Be with our president. Give him the proper wisdom and discernment during these difficult times. Pray protection about him and his family. And Lord, I just pray that we will serve you well in all things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching each and every morning. It's always a pleasure and an honor to get to do these devotions. Uh, if you uh, want to and can, join me tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, I'll be right here on social media or on our website, flbconline.com. Dot com, and I'll be bringing the evening message at 7 p.m. And we'll continue our study in Hebrews. And uh, I really have learned a lot, and it's, it's helped me spiritually uh, in this study. And I hope that uh, it is helping you and I encourage you to watch and listen in this uh, very important teaching uh, this evening. Uh, don't forget, we'll have church service this Sunday at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., one service only. Uh, we'll be indoors. Uh, masks are encouraged, but uh, they, you don't have to uh, wear that if you don't want to. Uh, and we do encourage uh, social distancing. If you'd like to share these devotions, you can always find me at Dr. Young 77 here on social media. If your friends or family don't do social media, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And uh, you can watch all the videos there. And or, don't forget, you can always find me on Apple iTunes, the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, no video, you can list all the devotions, all of our sermons, and uh, the podcast Brandy and I do uh, each and every Saturday at 6 p.m. So hope everybody has a blessed day today, a wonderful day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. <music>